The Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And welcome into the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni, and returning as my co-host for another fantasy hockey season is my brother, Nick Olzak. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. Glad to be back on the show. It's been a minute, but uh, long offseason, a lot happened in the playoffs this offseason as well for the NHL, so I'm ready to dive right back into it and talk some more fantasy hockey. Yep, got a lot of new faces in new places. We'll definitely be covering them today. Uh, in this episode, to kick off the season, we are going to be jumping into a best puck classic draft on underdog. Uh, Nick, Nick and I are both going to grab some teams here. We're going to get one started. We have a tournament literally right on deck, almost perfectly set up for us. Two teams left to enter. Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead and press yes, and we're going to jump in. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> did you Did you get in there? Yeah, I'm in. All right. Hopefully we are both in. Ah, I see you. It mm -hmm. worked out perfectly. I've been sitting on this uh, on this tournament for like, I don't know, last 40 minutes, making sure me and Nick and I were going to be able to get in because I'll tell you what, like Underdog's a great platform. They're, they're always running best ball tournaments for all sorts of sports. But man, the hockey ones, uh, they take a while to fill up. So we were able to sneak in here as the last two players and we're going to get going here. Nick, I think you have the second pick overall. Uh, where's your head at in the beginning of the draft? Like, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I guess I shouldn't say obviously, but most folks, including myself, are, you know, leaning Connor McDavid 101. I took him in my first draft so far uh, this season. Are you leaning, you know, kind of chalk with Dreisaitl or or do you feel any extra upside to grab Austin Matthews second second overall? Um, Honestly, not sure right now. Just looking at it, I like Matthews and I also like McKinnon. But if I recall, I remember McKinnon can play center and right wing, at least in fantasy in that mm -hmm. respect. So uh, that makes him gives him a little bit more edge. I got a little bit more hope in uh, Colorado than I do Toronto, if I'm being completely honest. But okay. honestly, with these two, it's a coin flip. But uh, thinking at the end of the day, I'm going to go Austin Matthews, just a safe pick. I like the upside for Austin Matthews just because he gets more pucks on net. You know, he's probably going to get anywhere from like 40 to 60 extra shots over Dreisaitl and definitely a lot more over McKinnon. I, I wouldn't be considering McKinnon second overall. I like Dreisaitl or Matthews. For me, that's the coin flip there between the two. Dreisaitl's ADP on underdog is actually pick number four. That's interesting. Very right on the nose, too. All right, so we see Connor McDavid go number 101. Nick with Austin Matthews, 202. What's your inclination uh, to grabbing a goalie early? I took uh, Shesterkin number 10 overall in a format like this. I'm about to have my pick at number six. Um, I My opinion, I think it's really solid to have a goalie, especially in this platform. Probably grab one in the second round. Uh, second, third round, I think is best. But mm -hmm. then again, there's also a lot of low-value options that are going to be playing a lot of games this year, like someone like... Uh, a Jake Ottinger who might not have that much value coming into the year or um, um, Ilya Samsonov or Matt Murray, one of those guys, even one of the Boston boys. There's like a lot of options that are low percentage owned that you can for sure get a lot of starts out of, I think. I'm having trouble here with my first pick. I got number six overall and I can't make up my mind between uh, Cooch or Makar. I feel like it's still a little bit early for Kale. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna get fruity know. with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get fruity with it. I'm gonna go Kale McCarr six overall. I saw him Ooh. go uh, number eight earlier. 
Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like all these guys that are, you know, up front, like Ovechkin, Kucherov, Pasternak, Tuchuk, like they're all, you know, they're all kind of right there. They're all at an even uh, threshold for me. I like Miko mm-hmm. Ratanen at um, ADP 13.4. I think that's pretty solid. I would take, I would be just as likely to take Miko over some of those other guys like Ovechkin, uh, Kucherov, Tuchuk, you know. I think he's just as good, if not better. So, I mean, mm-hmm. for seeing him, his name about five, you know, names lower, even with a defenseman ahead of him, you're going to get some goalies mixed into there. I might be able to get one of those guys on the way back through. Maybe um, maybe Miko or uh, Shesterkin, like I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. All right. So, after me went uh, Ovechkin, I guess to go through the whole draft here, we had Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon, Dreisaitl at number four, Kaprizov at number five. I took Makar at number six, then Ovechkin, then Kucherov. We are at pick nine right now, and in this Still format, good options here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's why I went with a little bit more of a heavier pick on defense, just because I feel like my next pick, I'm going to get a guy that's just as good, if not you know, the same level as the guys that were drafted, you know, eight to ten picks ahead. Mm-hmm. And no, and yeah, in these leagues like this, it's really important, especially during our regular season, to have one really solid defenseman. I've seen you in years mm-hmm. past. You run a system where you'll run two or three defensemen all year. You just get a couple solid guys. I think the one year it was Martinez and Theodore. They yeah. were like branded up for your team that one year. And then um, I think the following year I did Petrangelo and Theodore. Mm-hmm. That one and worked yeah, out pretty well. I think I won that year. Yeah, you're coming up here with another pick. What's uh, what's going through your head on this one? Uh, I'm thinking goalie or a heavy scorer. Um, you know, the names that I'm seeing available up top that I don't believe are going to be there, like Kyle Connor, I think he's going to come off the board. Barkov's probably going to come off the board. Um, Connor mm-hmm. just went at 2-3. Uh, so continuing through the rounds, it went, you know, after after Kucherov and Shesterkin, Brady Tuchuk, Pasternak, Rossi, Miko, uh, Tuchuk, Connor, Barkov. And now I'm a couple of picks away here. So now looking at Timo Meyer, Mitch Marner, Gonsol. Um, Huberto, like Huberto in Calgary. I think that top line is going to be great. Oh, it's going to be vicious. Um, unbelievable. It's going to be unbelievable. I don't know. I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking goalie to be honest here, because mm-hmm. you know, I got some, I got some names circled that are coming up. <clears throat> They're kind of like my ADP targets, mm-hmm. um, like Artemi Panarin, Mika Zabanajad. He's kind of falling in this format. Those guys are going like at ADP, like 35 through 40. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm at about pick 19, so I feel like I might be able to get either one of those guys from a scoring aspect. I know this is definitely not like – Oh, and Vasilevsky goes right before. Yeah, see, that would have been mm. the nice pick there. And, you know, I feel like you, Saros, Hellebuck, or Markstrom will be available for me on the next way through, mm-hmm. at least one of them. So I'm going to probably pass on goalie here. I got about 13 seconds left under the clock. Mm. I'm going to go Johnny Hockey. Let's see what he does in uh, Columbus here. New place and a new uh, new face in a new place. Mm-hmm. No, uh, him and Lion playing together is going to be very interesting over there in Columbus. Well, somebody's got to score, so I mean, mm-hmm. I'll take I'll take it. He's going to play a lot. He's going to be on the power play. Mm-hmm. Going to be logging right. a lot of minutes. I'm coming up here. I gotta see what kind of options we're working with. It's it feels like it's just so deep. Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. I really can't go wrong with any pick. And that's kind of why I want to, you know, kind of hedge my bets with some of these, yeah. you know, lower margin plays like you know, high end defense and goalie. hmm Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. Hmm. All right. We're gonna make this play here on Victor Hedman. 
Yeah, I like locked it. him up last year. He was really solid for my fantasy team. Yeah, see, Mika Zibanejad, like, I mean, maybe it's just because the scoring on underdog is more spread out, but I'm typically taking him, like, in the first round of, mm -hmm. you know, like a 12-team fantasy draft, you know, like just right. year long. And mm -hmm. not, not like he's ever going to fall off your roster at any time. So for him going at pick 80 or pick 39 for his ADP is just off the charts for me. I'm mm -hmm. probably going to take him here unless uh, Stomkos falls to me. I feel like. Oh, you just took Hedman, so you're probably not taking him. But yeah, I feel like I'm going to be able to get. Um, I feel like I'm going to be able to get him here with my next pick, probably Mika. And yeah, I just locked up Jacob Markstrom, solidifying that goaltending position. Yeah, this one's moving really. Up. This draft is moving really fast. I wanted to try and keep up mm -hmm. pick by pick here, but it's kind of flying off the board. Mm -hmm. uh, Stamkos just went, so I'm going to take Mika. Uh, if I could get back to my, there we go. Him and uh, Sydney the Kidney have been your boys in years past. I almost took earlier uh, today when I did my first round of this, I almost took Crosby with McDavid. Now it's like, oh, yeah. Oh. That would have been cool. But, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I just I just didn't need to. Um, did I did I take Mika's advantage in that one? I think I did. No, 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 no. The one I did earlier, I loaded up with, like, later centermen, like uh, Braden Point, who's a great value at 62, mm -hmm. 62.7 ADP. Uh, Rupe Hints, those are just two top line centers that are going to be on some pretty explosive lines, um, playing alongside uh, Pavelski, Robertson, and then of course Point with Kutrov and Stamkos. Like mm -hmm. uh, getting those guys at that value is, is is amazing, and they're playing up the middle of the ice, so they're just constantly involved in um in the action. I I, I love mm -hmm. those values. Yeah, you got to wonder how uh, Braden Point will play this year after suffering some injuries in the Stanley Cup Finals last year that had him sidelined. You think that he rebounds as his uh, normal self? I don't know. I don't know what's uh, what it is with uh, the water down in Tampa. I guess that's maybe not the best time to to put out that pun, you know, given the circumstances <laughs> of the weather down there. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like these guys heal up really quickly down there. I mean, we've seen Stomkos be gone for a long period of time, comes back and he's fine. We've seen Kucherov do the same. Um, so I don't. I don't know. I I just feel like uh, everything is going to kind of fall into place when you're playing on the top line with that talent. You know, the production just kind of finds itself. You know, it finds mm -hmm. its way to you. You know. <laughs> right, so, so far, I've got Mika Zabanajad, Johnny Hockey Goudreau, and Kale McCarr. Definitely going to need to load up on a goalie here, but kind of balancing things around. Who, who's your uh, who's your roster right now? Right now, I have Austin Matthews, Victor Hedman, and Jacob Markstrom. I like it. I like it. Took Markstrom a little early, but he's a lock in Calgary. He's going to be pretty solid there with the additions they added. And he, I'd argue that he'll probably have a possible Vesna season this mm -hmm. year. No, I, I thousand percent oh. agree. Uh, the draft that I did earlier, I took Markstrom as my second goaltender behind Igor Shesterkin. That mm -hmm. was the same one where I drafted, you know, those centermen late. You know, I was still able to get some top end scoring and guys like Matthew Tichuk, Artemi mm -hmm. Panarin. Um, I might be able to. I might be getting Panarin again. Is he available still? Probably not. That was no. that was probably like ten picks ago. I forget. But I can't be doing that. I need to focus on getting a goalie. Getting a little, mm -hmm. a little look too excited. I might well, be getting some more Jake Ottinger, Nick. Man, Jake Ottinger, I'm feeling him this year. I'm, and really, I'm just feeling the Dallas Stars. Like they look really good on paper. Mm -hmm. I love how they're looking on defense. I'm very excited about uh, Miro Heiskanen, who's another really good value. Thought I had his name. I guess I don't. I don't know his ADP off the top of my head, but I've been grabbing him a, a bunch as well. 
116. His his ADP is 116. Miro Heiskanen, and he's a guy that I feel like you know could probably crack 50 points this year. You know, John Klinberg's now with the Ducks. I think there's going to be you know, a couple extra minutes to go around in the power play for him. Uh, I, I like him, you know, to kind of quarterback that group. So, um, yeah, feeling really good about the Dallas Stars and Jake Ottinger, and no more uh, Holtby. You know, so he yeah. doesn't really have like that like split, you know, mm-hmm. split split start narrative. Really, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. no goalie. Today, in today's games, getting a you know a, a bulk of heavy starts, but I've got, I got to feel like there's a little bit more opportunity for him to get you know at least you know five to six extra starts now. Oh, interesting. I'm up here. Ooh. All right, I got an idea here. Going with Will Nye, the hockey guy. Okay, okay. Stacking up some Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't mm-hmm. hate it. They put up offense, that's for sure. You know, All right, it doesn't back necessarily up breed success for them, but you know. Mm-hmm. It's, the it's not playoff season. success, but it's yeah. success, yeah. So so we're now into the fifth round here. What are some picks so far that you've seen that you, you you haven't really liked? Maybe whether it's on my team, your team, somebody else's. You know, where are some um, some spots where you feel like some of these picks were overreached? This is a live um, These aren't computers or anything. I think uh, Jack Hughes was one of them. I think he still has a lot of potential, but I'm not sure the level he's going to be able to play at right away. Because he did miss a lot of last year, and yeah, he went really, really high in this draft. And I Round actually four up... is is pretty high for a guy that may fringe on like waivers, you know, mm-hmm. for regular fantasy fantasy hockey, right? I, I feel like that is a little bit rich. I wouldn't be recommending for folks to go out and spend that type of draft capital, you know, in their fantasy hockey drafts. Which this is kind of mm-hmm. a prelude to, because you know we're trying to give you know the best picks available, you know, from a best ball perspective, right? Which are going to be the players that you know, maintain the most value throughout the entire season, not, you know, fringe roster players. I'm back on the clock here. I'm seeing defense kind of fly off the board. I like Moritz Sider sitting here. His ADP Mm -hmm. is at 47. I am at pick 54. You know what I really like about Mo Sider, and I'm going to go ahead and grab him right here, is the Mm -hmm. contact, all the physical play. If you're playing in a league that's, you know, giving you points for hits or just has hits as a category, you got to roster Mo Sider. I know that a lot of people are, are you know, projecting progress or regression. Excuse me. He's going to take a he's going to take a dive. You know, maybe he does in goals and assist totals, but I still feel like he's going to have a very safe, um, you know, just scoring base from, you know, his activity on the puck. You know, the takeaways, the the, the checking, the power play, uh, uh, ice time, the shots on goal, the blocks as well. Just about every league is going to reward blocks and some former fashion so i feel like he does you know just so much of everything else and as long as there's a steady bit of scoring like he's, he's going to be absolutely fine mm-hmm. and no oh, yeah for uh his size too watching him play he's got phenomenal edge work he's really mm-hmm. good moving the puck behind the net spinning away from forwards and four checkers and he just does a really good job of his own zone being able to get the puck out and get it out quickly and yeah last year he was uh he was pretty solid in the assist category, so I'd hope to see this year he puts in a few more goals. And, yeah, I think Mo Sire is for sure a pretty solid option in any league. Absolutely. All right, we're going to hit a quick word from our sponsors. We're probably going to have a pick or two made while we go through these, so we'll be sure to review those as we come through. Uh, thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own game, their own same game parlay feature that's just one click away. Uh, you just select the game that you want. 
build your own parlay and start building that monster bet. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Promoguys.us is the best place to go if you're interested in EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all major sportsbooks. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts an even deeper EV analytics right through your fingertips. I've got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what your team is pos- probable to win, but they tell you the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on the in- insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all is promo guy is running a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguys.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proved method for betting smarter so you can check out promoguys.us. And you're on the clock. Yeah, I saw that. I was going back and forth there. You got got a solid amount of time. I made one pick while we were going through the reads. Uh, mm-hmm. I was able to grab another goalie. I took Jack Campbell, also another one that I'm excited about. This is the second time that I've actually gotten this exact pairing of Jake Ottinger and uh, and Jack Campbell so far. So a lot of confidence there. And I like the ADPs. You know, you're getting Jack uh, Campbell at eight, uh, pick 64, somewhere in that range. You know, I like that. I got him at 6-7. You know, not really spending that high draft capital. You know, you can get a lot of scoring on the upfront. Um, because no matter what, there's going to be those scores that you really like at the top mm-hmm. of, of the charts. You know, there's, you know, you're just kind of picking your poison. Uh, yeah, right away here, I'm stacking up on defense. Just grab Dougie Hamilton from New Jersey. I think mm-hmm. New Jersey has a lot of upside this year. Oh, They've got a lot old. of potential to be a really good hockey club. Dougie Darnell Nurse, just yeah, another one of those locks. Um, really solid. Darnell always locks it down in Edmonton. Really solid own in fantasy. And so now we need one more goalie, one more defenseman, and a handful of forwards. Really loading up on goalie and defense in this one. I'm kind of feeling Quinn Hughes for my next pick. I mean, the kid had 50-plus assists last year. 60-plus mm-hmm. assists, excuse me, 60. I mean, a lot of offense there. I kind of like where I'm getting him at. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. This will not be the first time that I've selected him thus far. So I'll go ahead and fire him away. Mm-hmm. I only have Mika Zibanejad and Johnny Goudreau on offense. That's it. I got <laughs> Kel McCarr, Mo Sider, Quinn Hughes, Ottinger, and Jack Campbell. So we got to start breaking out some lottery tickets here. But realistically, like there's plenty of 30 plus goal scorers available still. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. What do you think about the guy before you picking up Alexander Georgiev from the Colorado Avalanche when he's still like unsure? It. No, because I think Francois is going to get the starts in Colorado. Yeah, and I call I him Frank Kuz, but that's all right. That's that's cool. We we can yeah. call him what you, we can call him what you call him. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, exactly. Pavel is my guy. I mean, he was the, <laughs> he was doing it there last year. He was so incredibly efficient for them throughout the playoffs and the regular season. To me, it just feels like it's going to be his job at least to start the season. But you know, even with Grubauer there, they did a pretty even split. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it just kind of con- constantly came down to that. So I just feel like that may still be the narrative there, but. What I like to do in this situation is to simply just 
take the guy that goes second. You know, mm-hmm. I, I see in the rankings that people are valuing Georgiev more. You know, I think Georgiev was playing on a very good Rangers team. You know, even when mm-hmm. he got action behind Chesterkin, he was playing behind a very good squad. I like the Avalanche this year. No, you know, no real downgrades on defense. They did lose uh, Nazim Kadri on offense, but I, I feel like they'll make up for that. Feel like they could potentially be a buyer, you know, some some sometime in the early part of the season or at the deadline for you know someone, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, scoring friendly up the middle. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm not really too excited about Alex Newhook, you know, leading off that second line. Um, mainly because I'm just so high on Valerie Nishushkin. Like I would really like for them to kind of you know, get another solid piece to throw up the middle of the lineup there next to him. But, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll still be probably grabbing Nishushkin in this one. He's going mm-hmm. around pick uh, 116. We got plenty of space between now and then. Uh, no, so yeah, anyone, up... anyone in that Avalanche top six is definitely someone to grab. They just produce so much. It's absurd. Who did I want to ask you about in that in that top six, though? Um, Arturi Lekkanen? No, Evan Rodriguez. Oh, Evan Rodriguez. Because I talked mm. so much smack about Evan Rodriguez last year, and mm. I mean like a lot. <laughs> like, don't he was a friend, him, of, the, he was a friend of the show. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he made appearances here. <laughs> I'm on the clock here, getting excited about Evan Rodriguez. Uh, let's see. How about someone who plays center? I don't. Know, I only got a couple of those. You know, Matthew Shane. There you go. Forty goal score. <laughs> like there. Uh-huh. Sign seal delivered. Oh yeah, you can get plenty of uh, forty plus goal scores this uh, this late in the draft. Yeah, no problem. Forty three and forty five last season. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pick. Uh, what did I get him at? Ninety one. His ADP is one eleven. I'm bringing him up the board. Have no concerns about it. Lose no sleep on that. Don't be a uh, a slave to ADP. You got to make your stance uh, and just know your guys. You know, like mm-hmm. man, Duchesne, someone that I owned last last year. You know, it's a lot of it's you know through familiarity with your own experience. I tell you what, I had a lot of uh, Tyler Toffoli last year. I'll be drafting him at the end of this one, too, unless Nick gets to him mm-hmm. first somehow. Yeah, I, um, I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. I got a little bit of an idea. Yeah, we are flying through this draft, by the way. We are already mm-hmm. at pick 810. It's only been about like 20 minutes or so. We are flying right through this thing. When I was doing earlier, it was taking forever. It's halfway through yeah. the draft, just for reference. See, yeah, you're up, bud. Oh yeah, locking up the Von Taves. Going with the Taves. It's not Johnny. (laughs) All right, you're back. You're back up on the clock already. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that is really fast. I wonder if these guys are autoing. I can't really tell. Mm -hmm. Hmm, We got some interesting options here. After you make this pick, uh, give another re- a recap of your team. And then after my next pick, mm-hmm. we'll probably hit another quick word from the sponsors. Because like I said, we're flying through this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right now at the center position, we have uh, Austin Matthews and Jordan Cairo, who I just drafted. And then we've got uh, Nikolai Ehlers and William Nylander. Defensively, mm-hmm. is already rounded out. We got Victor Hedman, Dougie Hamilton, Darnell Nurse, and Devon Tays. And in the goal, we only have one goalie right now and Jacob mm-hmm. Markstrom. Right on. So I got Mika Zabanajad, Matt Duchesne at center, Johnny Goudreau at winger, my only um, winger or forward so far, uh, Kale McCarr, Moritz Sider, Quinn Hughes on defense, Jake Ottinger, and Jack Campbell in net. Who are some late-round goalies that you're looking at? Um, I haven't looked too deep yet, but... Um, well, you're going to need to soon here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vitek Vanacek is one I think is going to be a really good value option. Logan Thompson and or Laurent Brassois could be mm-hmm. really good. Um, 
see Ilya, Ilya Samsonov because you don't know who's going to get the net over there. Jonathan Quick is another one. He's going to be getting a lot of starts on an L.A. team who coming yeah. into the year, what's they're going to have – you know what's up with Cal? I know he's hurt right now. Uh, I don't that's, know exactly what's up with him. That's at the, the only reason I would say, you know, Quick is going to get a lot of starts is because Cal's, you know, might be out mm -hmm. for a little bit. Um, yeah, I think another one to add in there is Logan Thompson. I think he's going to have mm -hmm. that job uh, delivered in um, in Vegas. I think, you know, Leonard's hurt for the season, so I think that's mm -hmm. going to be him all, all the way. Um, let's hit a quick word, though, from the sponsors. We'll be right back after this, and we'll get back into the picks here. I know I'll, uh, who's going to be up soon. We got a little bit of a reprieve here, so, yeah, quick word. All right, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning 250000 in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props and earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and bet 20 times your entry if you head on all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and even NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get your first deposit match up to $25. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that's sold 10 million subscribers, thanks to Babbel, <clears throat> addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning the new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in less than three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their learning lessons, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by native speakers, not computers. Their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps to improve your pronoun pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey with Babbel today. And Nick, I'm not sure if you've heard about Odds Trader, but it's a place where you can compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sports books uh, to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of their games and betting activity. Go over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, it's the number one site for all of your game day bets. Okay, and I just took Oliver Bjorkstrand. He is my <laughs> third forward taken now, or third winger, I should say. So I've got Johnny Goudreau. Claude Drew was the pick after that, and I've got Bjorkstrand, who's now going uh, from Columbus to Seattle. Uh, was a very good score last year. I like him uh, going over to Seattle. Uh, new new face in a new place, if you will. A lot of opportunity. Is he going to get to play with Matty Beniers? Ooh, I don't know. I, we'll have to see how uh, the structure of the alliance, and I'm up again. They have them on the top line maddie beniers oliver bjorkstrand and ryan donato that checks out that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun low-key love the see uh seattle jerseys by the way oh yeah they're pretty solid all right you're up two seconds ah ah who'd you get 
Oh. Oh, oh you're kidding me. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're up again. Oh, these okay. guys around you got to be auto picking or something because I don't know. That's they're, these this is moving coming stupid off so fast. fast. Yeah. Hmm. All righty. You got to make up for that one. Oh, yeah. I got to find something good here. You got 10 seconds. Mm. Next, feel the pressure. <laughs> Who'd you get? Taylor Hall. Can't really go wrong with the Taylor Hall pick, especially on a Bruins team that has no one healthy. Mm hmm. Taylor Hall is for sure going to get 30 goals this year. He's a solid Damn. lock for that. I've got Miro Heiskin in again. So now on defense, I've got Kale McCarr, Mo Sider, Quinn Hughes, and Miro Heiskin in. I'm mm -hmm. probably not going to draft another defenseman. I feel pretty good about that group. Going to stack up on late centers and maybe another goalie mm -hmm. here or there. We're coming up on pick 12. Yeah, we're going to be coming up on my 12th pick here. We are at 11.10. Let's look at some other names that we can talk about that are going late here that are available right now. Yeah, yeah Tyler okay. Toffoli just went. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Tyler Toffoli now playing on the top line with uh, Brady Tuchuk going down to Florida. Or Ma Matthew Tuchuk, excuse me, sorry. And uh, going to be playing on that top line with Huberto and Lindholm. I think just good things are going to happen there. Obviously, when mm -hmm. he came to Calgary, you know, the light switch kind of turned on. Had some of the best production that we've seen from him since, like, what? He was a rookie mm -hmm. since he's with the Kings. So I don't know what uh, what's going on up there in Calgary, but Tyler Toffoli uh, getting it done up there. Seems like he's liking the new um, the new sweater. Oh, yeah. And he, he played a lot throughout that lineup. He was like a bottom six guy in some yeah. times yeah. during the year. Yeah, he played all over the place. He was playing and on so the third line with uh, Mikel ba uh, Backlund, and they were getting it done. I uh, mm -hmm. was playing on the second line with um, – I still don't even – is it Magna Payne, Mangiapane? Yeah, Mangiapane. Yeah, whatever, that guy. And they <laughs> were they were lighting it up. They were scoring a lot. But, of course, that's, you know, Mangiapane is like M.O. He's, he's a shooter. Mm -hmm. He's a scorer. Um, but, you know, getting to play along alongside Toffoli, that was beneficial to both of them. I'm just hoping, yeah, him coming up the lineup is going to mean exactly more of that. So, yeah, very good fit. Love that pick. Let's see. I'm on the Let's board see Carter here. Carter Hart just went here. I don't Very like that. interesting. No, I don't, I don't like that. The Flyers team is going to be brutal. No Couturier for the time being. Yeah, just a critique that I would still be going like Vitek Vanasek, mm -hmm. Philip Grubauer, Spencer Knight. Yeah, I would. I yeah, I would prioritize all those guys. I'm going to yeah. go Vincent Trocheck here. I, I I know I'm going with another Ranger center, and that may not be a great idea, but mm -hmm. I love the value. Going to be playing alongside Artemi Panarin on that second line. Feels like he can be kind of like a big a, a big part of their offense. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I like taking that pick at 142, and it was my pick 139. So I'm getting him at pretty decent value. I'm not really reaching or um, you know feeling like I just like have to take him. Just love mm -hmm. the Rangers this year. I think that they're really built to win. You know, a team that can put up easily four plus goals any night. You know, love him. Like I said, playing alongside Pernarn. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. No, he's going to be uh, really solid. I'm bummed Nick Suzuki when I was eyeing him up. Just yeah. got the captaincy in Montreal, and it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing a lot of those Montreal fans are throwing some shade at him because he's one of the first captains in a minute that doesn't Can't speak, speak French. Uh, French. Yeah. You know what he's got to do? He's got to download Babbel. Use that code. <laughs> oh. Come on, Nick Suzuki. We got you, brother. You're on the <laughs> board, yeah, bud. I know. I just snagged Jonathan Quick up, so I'm going to be looking at some other options here. Oh, I was gonna say like it's it says you haven't grabbed him, but I saw that mm -hmm. other pick. Yeah, because those whoever this person is, 
Chaz Effa, man, he put down his money and was like, I'm out of here. Mm. I don't know what happened to that dude, but he is not here drafting. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of which is kind of lame because that's kind of the whole point of coming to underdog is like, hey, you know, yeah. you want to get like a good live draft in. And there's money mm-hmm. on the line, you know, like it actually means something at the end of the day, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I just locked up Maddie Beneers. I'm um, taking ah, a chance with him. Yar. Mm-hmm. So Perfect. I got him like much later. So mm-hmm. while I'll say that's a good pick, might be a little too soon, but whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your shot. Take your shot. Did VTech Vanasek already go? Sons of a. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take a goalie with his pick. I know uh Grubauer's still there, uh Jake yeah. Allen's still there. Yeah, I know, and they're probably also gonna be there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold mm-hmm. off. I got about 15 seconds here. I'm thinking Troy Terry. I'm thinking Alex Tuck. I'd love me some Alex Tuck, but he just plays on a bad team. Yeah. I'm gonna Same go. thing with like a Tage Thompson. I almost wanted to take him early, but that I, Buffalo team. I went Manjapani, had 35 mm-hmm. goals last year. You know, kind of like my I've been saying throughout this whole thing is I'm just trying to grab, you know, late scores, that late value. So he's at you know ADP 159, and I took him in mm-hmm. uh 150. So maybe that's a bit of a reach, but you know, the names that are ahead of him, they're not burying the puck in the net at the same rate, not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt Boldy was an interesting thought there, but you know, am I going to buy that the the streak is going to continue? Or have at a thirty goal uh, plus score? But you know, is he going to keep it rolling? Uh, yeah, Alexi Lafreniere would have been an interesting one there. I feel like Lafreniere could potentially get moved up to maybe the second or third line. They got mm-hmm. Sammy Blaze right now, uh, signatured at the second line right winger spot. I don't know about that. Yeah, they just have a lot of depth over there, and they just got to figure out how to allocate all of it. Yeah, I feel like Capo 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 is going to, or excuse me, Capo Capo or Lafreniere are going to move up to either the first or second line at some point. For sure. Right now, they're both listed on as third line wingers. I think that they will most likely at some point get pulled up to the first and second line. Mm-hmm. Going to say uh, you're coming up here again. What's the uh, what's the plan going into your next pick? Um, thinking a center or a goalie. Might go. I might get Bo, Bo Horvat, who I just potentially passed up. Another potential thirty goal scorer. Right on. I got um, a lot of assists, though. Got one of my guys locked up, and just trying to figure like, out who I want to go after. You know, actually, this guy's not going to get me anything in the hitting department, but I'm going to go with Robert Thomas if he's available with my next pick. Another just very, very good value at his ADP. Fifty-seven assists last year. Like, come on. Like, I mean. I, that's like all he does. Don't get me wrong. It's like he's, he's going to get you a couple assists a game, but my goodness. He's very I guess reliable. great minds think alike because that's exactly what I wanted to do. Well, he's a little bit down the list, so I could see how mm-hmm. you might think that you'd get him. But I will mm-hmm. take the balanced approach with Robert Thomas over the scoring touch of Bo Horvat because, mm-hmm. like I just mentioned, I've kind of already drafted a bunch of scores, so I kind of want to round it out with some more just steady production. Obviously, the assist can be a little bit more consistent. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see. see. And I'm probably going to need a goalie on my next pick. That was pick 14, so I have two picks left. Uh, I have four centers, four wingers, four defensemen, and two goalies. So I don't know. I'll probably take a goalie with my next pick and then just pick with the best available player to close it out. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the wingers here. Maybe Maybe another center. Maybe I'll get two goalies and just say screw it. Because I really, I really like what I have here. You know, barring injuries, you know, if if I was going into the season with the talent that I have, I'd be feeling really good. 
mm-hmm. when your worst scorer is Claude Giroux and Vincent Trocheck. Oh yeah. <laughs> Trocheck's no joke though. We're going with uh another center here. We're going with Ryan O'Reilly. I like having a couple combos here with mm-hmm. Matthews and Nylander, now O'Reilly and Cairo. I okay. think that okay. that could okay. uh, be pretty solid. Both those teams looking to do really well this year. And I'm back on the clock, so I should start looking a little, a little deeper. All right. Yeah, and then that. after my next uh, after my next pick, we'll get another word from the uh, the old sponsors. We'll have a little bit of a gap until our last mm-hmm. picks, and then we can kind of do a, a review at the end here because no one in this underdog lobby wanted to actually draft their team. You know what it was? Is they were waiting forever. That's, mm-hmm. what, I was t- that's what I was telling you guys at the beginning of the show is you got to wait forever with the hockey ones. Mm-hmm. So what happened was is they just forgot. They were just like, oh, I signed up for that three hours ago. Right. <laughs> of course it auto-drafted. Burakovsky, I like it. I like mm-hmm. a new place in the new face up in Seattle. I mm-hmm. like what he d- was doing with uh, Colorado. That's another loss that they took other than Kadri. I was looking yeah. at the depth chart earlier. I was like, man, I know Kadri left, but I feel like something mm-hmm. else is missing here. Is Burakovsky. Burakovsky's solid. Good two-way mm-hmm. player. Good two-way Same. player. All right, I'm going to take yeah, a goalie I... here. I'm thinking I'm going uh, Semyon Varlamov. Nothing wrong with that. He'll get a decent amount of starts. They'll probably split the net 60-40, I think. Yeah, I'm not, take I'm not a big Blackwood guy, but I feel like New Jersey goalies are good goalies to own this season. I mm-hmm. feel like the Devils are going to surprise people. But I'm going Varlamov there. All right, another quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back after this. Uh, did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday, and Sunday? That's because the NFL season is here. It's back, our favorite time of the year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elevate your NFL experience today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer for you when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use promo code SGPN15. Find the Elias Game Plan uh, sports betting in the App Store or Play Store today, and you use promo code SGPN15. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K, no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports entertainments for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch it on all your devices, never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubo.com backslash SGP. That's F O or F U B O TV.com backslash SGP. All right. And we're back. Coming up on my last pick here at 16 7. Took Varlamov with my last pick. I think I'm just going to settle with these three goalies. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get Andrej Palat with my last pick. ADP of 186, and I am getting him at pick 187. I'm kind of torn between him and Jake DeBrusque. I feel like Jake DeBrusque is going to be a valuable piece on the Bruins' offense until Marchand comes back. Um, Marchand, you know, we'll, we'll, and we'll definitely talk about like Marchand and um, um, McAvoy on the next show on t- next Tuesday when we, you know, kind of get into our regular schedule. We'll talk like some stashes, some buy lows, and stuff like that. 
you know, in this type of format, you know, you're, when you're looking at Jake DeBrusque, going to have a very good start to the season, but I think he's going to kind of fade out as the year goes on as the team just gets healthier. All right, so just rounded out my last pick with Andres Palat. Going to be playing with the Devils this season, playing on the second line with Jack Hughes, who you already referenced, and Igor Sharangovich, who I think is going to be a nice buy-low candidate in fantasy. I think that's going to be a pretty exciting line that uh, a lot of people are going to be sleeping on. Most probably don't even know it exists yet. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. And you're up on your last pick here in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, gotta, I got my uh, I got locked up here. I don't think he's getting taken. Klimberg would have been a good pick. He just went after me. I mm-hmm. like that pick. John Klimberg. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very solid value pick there. He's going to play a big role in that Ducks defense. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I'm trying to even think who else they have uh, back there right now because they gave up um, uh, Manson, who I really liked for them. Mm-hmm. He was a good young prospect, I thought. Apparently and then Lindholm went to the Bruins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Shattenkirk and Fowler. I guess mm-hmm. that shouldn't be surprised. Oh, Jamie Drysdale. That's the other guy mm-hmm. that I really like there. Who the hell is this guy, Nick? Yurho Fakar, Vakar, Valerian, Yurho Valerian, Vakaninen, dude, that's not how you say that name. That's Vakaninen, dude. Any football fans out there that play fantasy, fantasy hockey, like Albert Okubanam, is nothing to this guy's name. Like, <laughs> and even I think I just said that wrong. It's okay, way Bunam, but whatever. This guy's name is ridiculous. That's a lot of A's and a lot of vowels, man. That's not cool. <laughs> That is too much. Mm-hmm. Your hoe, say it. Vakaninen. No, no. We're going to call you Jim. That's <laughs> not right. That's not right. All right, so let's go ahead and review this draft now. We're going to take a look at our rosters and just kind of go through the, the draft itself and see about any any picks we liked, any picks that we didn't, values that we can highlight uh, to help, uh, help out the folks at home. Uh, you got the board pulled up, Nick? uh yeah i'm getting that pulled up right now okay we can uh, just kind of go by the by the round mm-hmm. uh, we yeah we got about we can do this for about another 10 minutes or so we're making pretty good time here mm-hmm. all right so through the first round what play did you like or pick uh the most and dislike the most um i honestly like the kale mccarr pick by you i feel like yeah. right in the middle of the draft is a very solid value pick and I really think that there's a lot of potential there. You saw last year, put up 30 goals as a defenseman, 30 goals as a D-man from the blue line, one of the best offensive defensemen in our time, and I think that's a really solid pick at six. Um, but the one I don't like, I don't like Brady Kachuk there. Playing on an Ottawa team like that, There's, I know there's a lot of upside with Ottawa, but there's also a lot of uncertainty, a lot of new faces. You don't know what you're going to bring in. But uh, I think there was a lot of guys that you could have possibly brought in to that mm-hmm. round that could have been more of a lock, uh, more like uh, like a Jake Getzel or a Victor Hedman. I think I would have taken in that round over a Brady right. Chuck, um, even a Vasilevsky. Like guys like these, um, they're for, for sure going to be locks. You're for sure going to be able to guarantee production out of them. Brady Kachuk, I'm not sure yet. Ideally, looking at someone in the first round. You're looking at point-of-game production, hopefully, and I don't see Brady Kachuk in Ottawa at the moment getting point-of-game production. You know, I don't necessarily love that top line, but I do think it's going to be kind of molded throughout the season, like Kachuk, Norris, and um, Batherson. Don't love it. But you know what I do love is that second line of Stutzel, Claude Drew, and Alex Dabrinkit. That's, oh, yeah. that, that's a group that I'm excited about. 
I'm going to temper my expectations because I do think that that group's probably going to get broken up. Like, mm -hmm. I think you'll probably see either Debrinket or Giroux thrown up to the top line to play along to Chuck and Norris because I, mm -hmm. I just feel like it's kind of like the the same cup of tea that they've been working with on that top line. And I feel like mm -hmm. I think they're going to wind up changing up. And I, I don't like the, any any part of their bottom six. So I do think that they're going to have to kind of spread that talent around. And realistically, you know, you could take that top six and work, you know, at least two of those guys on the top three lines. And mm -hmm. it's probably going to work out better hockey wise, maybe not so much on fantasy. Uh, so, yeah, I can I can definitely agree with you on on to Chuck for sure. And like I said before, in the, at the start of the draft, you know, those guys that are going in that range, there's just no one that really overwhelms me. And that's why, why I took Makar, because when you look at the next forwards that went, Ovechkin, Kuch, Kucherov, that is, uh, Brady to Chuck, David Pasternak, I'll take any of them at pick seven. I, I'll take any of them right there. Like, it's it's mm -hmm. it, it's any man's game. To go even beyond them, players that I mentioned, like Miko Rantanen, um, uh, Mika for or Mika Zabanejad, excuse me, who I took in the in the later rounds. Where did I get him? Um, pick third 30. round, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. pick thirty in in the third round, and he was my first uh, center taken. I took Johnny Goudreau in the second, but you know, there's a lot of people that probably take Johnny Goudreau seventh overall, the same spot as Ovechkin. So I feel like that's a very mixed bag there. So I, I think that me and Nick both really like you know grabbing a potential Kale McCarr or Roman Yossi in the back end of that round. Um, in that round, hate. I guess I would just say any of those picks, like seven through eleven, because it's just kind of a weird spot. That's why I like, you know, the Shesterkin, Yossi, or McCarr picks there. And the one that I would say I love is is probably your pick with the Matthews. I know we're you know you know showing the brotherly love here, but you know I, I think that Matthews is just a, a smidge better than Drysidle as far as like season long value goes. Like I mentioned before, with like the margin that they have and shots on goal, and I feel right. like that gives him a, a, a bigger bump. So just shout out to you for not falling to the chalky bait of Leon Dreisaitl because I feel like in every draft I've been in for the last four or five years, it's McDavid, Dreisaitl, Matthews, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Matthews, or whatever. The, you know, it was I did it last two. year, yeah. I had Dreisaitl. Year after year. So mm -hmm. the fact that you just did something non-chalky, I'm with it. Although according to the ADP, that was the best pick to make. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll take it with what that is. Uh, let's just go through the next two rounds. We'll, we'll leave rounds two and three available. Uh, just give me one pick that you loved. Um, one pick that I love, honestly, is uh, Andre Vasilevsky going late there mm -hmm. um, in the second round. Uh, I believe that's pick uh, 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pick 16 for Andre Vasilevsky. I think that's someone that's going to be a for sure. Sorry, 18. That's going to be a for sure lock. Um, I just couldn't say enough about him. That Tampa team's going to be really solid. They're going to run that division this year. Vasilevsky going late like that. And it's really good, too, when you can get a, a pretty solid player in the first round and then be able to follow up like with a Vasilevsky. Like, uh, you see this guy here who got Ovechkin and then Vasilevsky. Being able to get a combo like that, I mm -hmm. think it's something that's very, very solid. If there's a pick that I didn't like sticking with the goalies. It's Connor Hellebuck. Um Connor Hellebuck, he's a good goalie, but there's a lot of uncertainty in Winnipeg. There's just a, not a lot of room for them to be able to make the playoffs in this competitive central division. Mm -hmm. And so I don't see Hellebuck being able to get a lot of those win points at the end of the day. So, yeah, for that reason, I'm not a fan of Hellebuck. I would have, if it were me, I would have wanted to see Hellebuck go into the third round, which yeah, is. I mean, mm -hmm. When you look at the goalies around him, I certainly would have preferred you, Saros, Jacob Markstrom. But after those two, I probably would still go Hellebuck, and that would push him 
to somewhere in the third round, right? Like later in the mm-hmm. third or potentially the early fourth. And that's just because I feel like the, the talent of those teams is just better. Like you said, there's a little bit more question around Winnipeg and they're just more of a defensively focused team in general. They're not lighting up the box scores night in and night out. Connor, uh, Kyle Connor can only do so much, right? Uh, 40 goal score, but you don't see all of those, you know, type of scores growing around them, you know, with any sort of pace or any, uh, um, you know, quick, they're not coming around them quickly. Right. Right. So, you know, with, with those two guys, I like them more, but Hellebuck from a, just a skill point from his own set, like, I feel like he is kind of like the fifth or sixth best goalie in the league just from a skill set. It's not an overly talented position right now. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of hard to see that because the old school goalie play is just gone. You don't see guys getting, you know, 70, 60 wins in a season anymore. They're not getting those t- type of opportunities. So it's hard for us to even say like, oh, well, this guy's just amazing because, you know, he can just win you games. It's not like that anymore. They're, they're mm-hmm. just about every team is going to split. Even Shesterkin's going to have to go through it, right? Um, so because of that, you're not going to see one guy halted over the other. So when you're looking at the split of, you know, talent versus one team versus the other, I totally get that. Uh, my hate it pick. Mm. kind of tough in that range because again it's all pretty chalky mm-hmm. i guess i'll say jack eichel in the thir- middle of the third round pick 31 feel like there's a lot better players around him wasn't overly impressed with his play when he came back maybe he's doing a little bit better after you know being conditioned one one full season back but someone that didn't impress me uh enough to take him at this adp mm-hmm. all right so we'll go through rounds four through six uh, I'll go through one that I didn't like was uh, just prioritizing Chris Letang and Ekblad over Mo Sider. Like I said in, during the draft, I feel like a lot of people are you know betting on him to regress because he had such an outstanding rookie season. I'm betting the opposite. I feel like he could have gone honestly in rounds four. I would have taken him as the de- the fifth defenseman, especially in a format like this that's going to reward you for checking because just go look at checking you know totals. Like there there are like. Quinn Hughes have had like 50 to 60 hits last season. That's as many as assists that he had. You know what I mean? Like it's just also not as much of a physical game from these young, younger defensemen. So seeing a guy like him step up and in, you know, that young being that physical, still being able to score and just kind of having a very well-rounded game uh, to, to me should be valued a little bit more. Like I'm willing to pay up for him um, and getting really good defense early in these formats is going to be really valuable for you. You know, the, the late round picks are a very much a shot in the dark other than, a, you know, like a few handful of you know late round targets like Mira Hoskin and who I mentioned Evan Bouchard would probably be a pretty good target this year. Um, don't take Seth Jones at all. I accidentally <laughs> auto picked him the other night. Felt really bad about it. He is not a good late round target. He's going to fall into your lap late. He's not a good place to get late, beginning, middle, or anywhere. Uh, what pick did you not like in rounds four through six? Um, I was not a fan of Patrick Kane. Hate to pick on our Blackhawks. Yeah. Just talking about Seth Jones, <laughs> but Patrick Kane. Well, he's going to – he'll do all right. He just doesn't have the support that he had last year. He doesn't have a Dylan Strom. He doesn't have an Alex DeBrinkin next to him. Mm-hmm. You put him next to a Lucas Reichel who's, like, fresh out of Rockford or a Jonathan Taze who's, like, old and disheveled at this point. He's – it took him – Respect so- for your elders, sir. <laughs> he is our elders. He plays like it nowadays, but – uh, like a year older than me, should say. <laughs> well, the difference between you two is he's expected to be held to an NHL caliber level of hockey. And uh, you're supposed to be at an NHL level caliber of podcasting. There's like a whole different uh, level there. But uh, no, he just doesn't have the support that he had with uh, Stroman to bring it. And um, 
I was really surprised that uh, he went before Chris Kreider because Chris Kreider absolutely went off last year. Yeah, I think what he put up like 50 goals or something. It was like in the high 40s or 50s, I believe. Mm -hmm. But Chris Kreider had an amazing season. And so, yeah, my hated pick is definitely Patrick Kane. And my love of pick is Chris Kreider. Chris Kreider, that Rangers team getting a lot better which means he's going to get more and more value. And, uh, yeah, I see him getting in that 40-50 goal mark again this year. And, uh, yeah, I definitely can fire up some Chris Kreider, that's for sure. Yeah, that would be a mistake. For, uh, I agree with that. You definitely want Chris Kreider over Kane. You're just playing in a better system. You're not going to have the you know, the plus-minus issue, right? Like Kane is going to get you that production, but he's also probably going to wind up being a minus three whether that's going to hurt you just in your point total or in a category based, it's going to hurt you one way or the other. Obviously, Kane's a good player, someone that you want in fantasy. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to over-prioritize him. Uh, what pick did he go at? 37? Yeah. Yeah, later in that round. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Artemi Pernarn went right after him. I would take Pernarn ahead of him. Um, mm -hmm. Not Jack Hughes, though. I would take Kane over Jack Hughes, who went a couple of picks after him. Um the goalies, Ottinger and Frederick Anderson, obviously should go ahead of him just based on goaltender value. Vlad Tarasenko, I would take ahead of him based off of, again, you know, similar uh, situation with Kreider, just being in a better system, not going to hurt you more than he's going to help you. Gabriel Landeskog, same thing. So those guys were even ahead of Kreider too. So um, I would take Kreider ahead of all those guys that you had mentioned, mm -hmm. that I just mentioned now. Uh, through that range, who I did not like, ooh, do, 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 Thomas Chabot at pick six. 69 in the sixth round just doesn't do enough for me there uh i would have taken dougie hamilton who went after him brent burns who went after him darnell nurse that went after him quinn hughes who i took after him alex petrangelo who i took at, or who was taken after him not seth jones who was taken after him i, I would take <laughs> thomas chabot over seth jones uh <laughs> charlie mcavoy i would probably actually target as a stash over than drafting thomas chabot uh shea theodore same thing as uh, to me that's just a misevaluation uh, getting him at pick 69 seems like a guy that should be going in the later, I don't know, 80s to 90s, if not deeper. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on that one. Uh, looking at picks, let's say seven through rounds, seven through 10, excuse me. What are you looking at here that you didn't like? Um, what I didn't like, we'll, we'll start with what I did like, because there's um, a lot that I did like. And one of the picks I really do like in round 10 is Pavel Fransos of the Colorado Avalanche. Um, mm -hmm. Georgiev, we mentioned earlier in the show, went very early, but I just don't see him getting the starts that Francois did. Francois was a lock last year. Mm -hmm. I think he maybe only lost two or three games, and he yeah. was someone that you would always pick up at 2, 3 a.m. on the waiver wire just to try and get that start in because you knew he was a guaranteed win. And I think it's going to be that same situation on that Colorado team. They've stacked up a little bit more. They still kept a lot of their same core intact. And uh, no Darcy Kemper, which means it's uh, Fransos net, I think. I think Georgiev will make for a good one-two punch. But, um, no, I really like Fransos for sure to be the starter. Um, someone that I didn't like, um, I would probably have to go uh, Seth Jones. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, Seth Jones. Yeah, low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. He was one of the worst, like, advanced – or yeah, analytically advanced players. He was in that respect. He was one of the worst players in the league. He played the most ice time. He averaged about 25 minutes a night, 
But when he was on the ice, it was just nothing but brutality on the pack end. And uh, you know what I would it, love to see. I mean, and call me crazy. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. a, I'm not a techni- technician of modern NHL strategy, but put him on offense. So <laughs> make him a make him a forward. I mean, is that mm-hmm. is it really that crazy at this point? When you're that bad on defense, son, mm-hmm. it's like putting a forward back there. Okay, like what was he last season? A minus a minus thirty seven. Cool. He's a minus thirty seven. Like you're not mm-hmm. good at defense. It's 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 a position that you defend, not score. You're good at scoring. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like if he's on the power yeah. play, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Because you know what? When you're on the power play, there the other team has one less player. It's right. very difficult to play offense. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, absolute mm-hmm. stay away from best ball, regular season fantasy hockey. We are not advocators, and we're Blackhawk fans. So, like, if mm-hmm. that's not enough of an endorsement to not draft him, I don't know what is. Um, I'm going to go with a love with another physical forward. I'm going Tanner Janot, uh, 10th round, pick 117. Went a couple of picks after Oliver Bjorkstrand, who, like I said, is a 30-goal scorer last year for Columbus, thinking he can come close to that number again in Seattle. You know, that's the type of, like, comparison and how much of a safe floor Janot's physical play gives him. Mm-hmm. I think he had, like, 300 hits last year. Something crazy. Oh, it was a third, yeah. Th- yeah, 318 hits last year. I mean, Mo Sider had 151, Nick. Mm-hmm. That's what and I'm, Mo you know, Sider, yeah. So Tanner Janot's a little guy, too. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I love it. And Janot mm-hmm. also just adds in with the offense as well, right? So last year, mm-hmm. where did he have? Uh, it was 18 and 24, something like that. Where'd you go? I just I just had him up. Uh, 24 and 17, other way around. Excuse me. 24 goals, 17 assists for a guy who's laying the body 300 plus times and, you know, a non check friendly, you know, NHL these days. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that value there. You're getting him at what pick was that? Like what did I say, one seventeen? Yeah, one seventeen, round ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- absolutely love it. Think it's kind of a steal, actually. Yeah, for how much he puts up, it's just insane. Especially in a league where you're getting points for hits, Tanner mm-hmm. Janot is right up there. And coming in as a rookie last year, being able to put that those kind of numbers and hit like that, because you right. see a lot of these rookies that come in, like uh, Kirby Dot, perfect example oh. when he played for the Blackhawks. He's very tentative. He turned over the puck a lot. He didn't want to win those 50-50 battles. But you bring in a guy in Nashville like Tanner Janot, he's just uh, he's just on fire. He's oh. all over the place. He's running around, chasing the puck, playing the body, and he looks like an NHL veteran out there when he's really a rookie. So Strong all power to Tanner Janot. Strong <laughs> on his stick, which Kirby <laughs> Doc is not. No, we don't like uh, that guy. Is an unbalanced hockey player. He is, man. <laughs> I think I think if we were both out there the same amount of ice time, mm-hmm. he would fall down more than me. I I really believe mm-hmm. that. I feel like I could keep myself upright. I mean, that's all mm-hmm. I would be trying to do mm-hmm. against those dudes. But I don't know. I still think I could outlast him. That dude is mm-hmm. just always on his ass. Drove oh yeah, me, drove me crazy. Don't have well, to worry about that anymore. Problem crazy. It's crazy is we got a first round pick for that guy. That is crazy. All right, mm-hmm. we're going to close it out with a few more that we just loved here. Uh, we just got a couple more minutes. Uh, who did we love through picks or rounds? I keep going with picks. Rounds 13 through 16. Who did we love? Give me two picks that you loved. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, both of us here. I'm going with you with Robert Thomas. I was eyeing him up during the draft, and I'm really mad that I didn't get a chance to get him because I was looking. He had like 20 goals and 
57 assists, almost point a game going in the 14th round. Are you kidding me? And on a team like St. Louis, who's going to for sure, they're locked to be at the top of the Central Division, top right, of the just NHL. Calm, let's just calm down. Let's just, let's, just, let's, just, let's just pump the brakes, all right, with the Blues love around here. I'm just saying they're a lock to be up there in the Central Division. And okay. Robert Thomas is going to be a lock to get some point production on that team. He just signed a nice little contract over there, a little extension coming in the season. So, yeah, I have no reason why he uh, couldn't repeat that. And then uh, I'm also uh, sticking with this side of the show. I'm going with Anthony Duclair from the Florida Panthers. He put up – I got him in the last round. And, uh, yeah, he put up 31 goals last year, 27 assists. To be able to get a 30-goal scorer like that is uh, pretty solid in my opinion. And uh, right before him was uh, Peter Mrazek, who will move into the, one of the picks that I hate. Peter Mrazek is going to get shelled this year in Chicago. He Stop it with the negativity. Get it out of here. Well, you just got to embrace. You have to embrace the truth. Like it's obvious that. <laughs> Listen, it is the off season still. Technically, I can have not tempered expectations. Still, I am allowed that. It's preseason. It's technically still the off season. In all technicality, yeah. But Peter Mrazek, I don't see him doing a lot over there in uh, Chicago. I'm really surprised he got drafted at all. They're going to be uh, a toilet bowl team, if you will. And then another pick that uh, I'm really not a fan of, um, probably in the last half of the draft, I'm probably going to go Anton Forsberg. Um, Cam Talbot, I think, is going to take over that net in Ottawa, and he's going to run with it. Ottawa, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to make a good push for it. I think you're looking at probably a 38-40 win team just right outside of a wild card spot. And right. so I don't see Anton Forsberg getting a lot of starts when you have a veteran goalie like Cam Talbot, who is yep. used to that workload and has performed with that workload. So, yeah, those are my guys. Yeah, Forsberg, uh, if he's going to be drafted at last round, literally like last three picks, I mm-hmm. would take uh, Karel Vizmelka ahead of him, who went after him, uh, Semyon Varlamov, who I took after him. Not even that big a fan of Jake Allen, but he went in the last round. I would take him as well ahead of him. So definitely a reach there for for me as well. Um, Nick, I don't know about that Anthony Duclair pick. I mean, you like pat yourself on the back for it. The guy's on the IR. I mean, you got any update on that injury or what? I mean, he'll be off the IR. I was, I was about to give you a little little bump for it, a little chirp, but then you had to pat yourself on the back for it. So, you know. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> yeah. Any, any update on that, uh, on that injury? Mending a We're going to have to look into that one. A little lower body injury that says here next to his name. A little IR, little IR situation. Poor Anthony. Look into that. Can't get any breaks. I like Anthony Duclair. If I didn't see that IR thing next to his name, I'd be like, yeah, good pick. Yeah, I didn't see that IR thing next to his name either. Yeah, well, underdog, they're, they're lacking on the uh, – they're lacking on the hockey info, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. They thought earlier they didn't have they didn't have anything listed under like McAvoy or Brad Marchand. So maybe mm-hmm. they're just trying to lay bait. You know, they're just they're just trying to trap people into picking these you know name brand players that are hurt that are on the mm-hmm. IR. Marchand well, I also, me until Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, underdog is also slacking in that sense because they still have uh, Jacob Markstrom headshot from when he played for the Vancouver Canucks. Well, they're working on it. Though. I'm sure they'll yeah. a new photo of They got to work on their uh, headshot game. They get a little headshot update. And Taylor Hall still when he was on the Devils. Yeah, they, they got to work on that. So. Well, that's a good photo. I don't know why they'd want to replace that. That was, that's just a good-looking <laughs> sweater. I don't know what to tell you. 
All right, very good. Good stuff. Good show. We are going to be back this upcoming Tuesday. That's where we're going to be dropping our um, our weekly pods, our Tuesday nights. So be sure to check those out. Uh, going forward, we will be live. We'll be doing them, you know, either on Twitter or the SGPN Streamyard. We'll get something going for you guys. So be sure to tune in. You know, we're next episode. We're definitely going to be talking a little bit more. You know, like fantasy draft friendly content. You know, guys that you can target late in points based and categories. You know, some stashes like we had mentioned, some of those, you know, potential Bruin players that are going to be, you know, kind of like midseason bumps that, you know, you probably don't want to try to get off the waiver wire. You might want to just be able to, you know, own them early and often. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check back with us every week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SGPNJB. Nick, let them know where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, face off with OZ over there, follow some fantasy hockey content. We're going to be getting back going with that here as the season gets going. So be sure to check that out for uh, some fancy hockey and NHL content. Yep. Take care. Be well, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.